What's up and welcome back. Babe, come come do the intro. If you're gonna just mouth it behind me, it's <clears throat> What's up and welcome back to anybody and everybody. I'm your host, Herm, and today we have a great guest. Really special one, actually. Today we have Steve from Lackstraps joining the show. He is the man. This was an absolute blast to have him back on the show. First repeat guest. And you know what happens when you're having repeat guests? It means the show's growing. It means you're having a great time doing what you do. You're loving it. And he tells some phenomenal stories. And Lackstraps actually has a new partnership with a really, really amazing foundation that we get way into the weeds about talking about and how it got set up where they're at, and what you guys can do to join in on the fight. So make sure you listen to the whole episode. It's an absolute hoot. You're not going to want to miss a second. But before I get into the show, I got two things for you guys. First thing, if you are new to anybody and everybody, what's up? Welcome. Uh, My name's Herm, and I'm the host. And I'm looking for people to join the show. So if you haven't already, check out the show notes or my Twitter, where you can find a link to join anybody and everybody. If you have a story that you want to tell, if you whether you have a platform or you don't, I would love to have you on the show. So you can reach out. I don't bite. I'm a really nice dude. And on top of that, we have a new sponsor, Second Nine Golf. That's S-E-C-O-N-D, nine is in the number, golf. And they are awesome. They're a small company out of Augusta, Georgia. That's right, like the Masters. And they have some of the best merchandise in golf. They're up and coming. That's absolutely phenomenal stuff. They can outfit you for your next round on the links, your next range session, or any of the above. Day to day, I will be wearing Second Nine Golf merch all day long. It is great stuff, and you should go check it out. And right now, they hooked me up with a little code. So if you go to secondninegolf.com, that's S-E-C-O-N-D-9 golf.com, and use code HERM15 at checkout, you can get 15% off your next order. So make sure you go check out the guys at Second Nine Golf. They are absolute beauties, and I cannot wait to continue this partnership further. But without further ado, let's get into the interview. Here he is, Steve from Lackstraps. Wow. So congratulations, man. You are the first... repeating guest on anybody and everybody uh i guess i'll have to get you like a trophy or something um the only ones i have around here have like little hockey dudes on them but i think we can make something happen that'd be great how's how's everything going man how's life um i also have to give you a huge congratulations you got engaged yes yes i uh i'm officially taken (laughs) would uh the, the fiance say that you've been taken for a while Yes, yes, for sure. Um, yeah, I did it. I, actually, coincidentally, I mean, we were just talking about um, the little vacation that I had in North Carolina, and, and that was on a different vacation in North Carolina. We just really love that area. Um, yeah, on the mountainside, um, beautiful day. And actually, I had the ring in my pocket basically the whole day, and we were hiking up and down this mountain. And each view that we got to, um, we were actually in the clouds and like no good photo ops, no good anything. Like we couldn't take any good pictures or whatnot. So on our way down, we got about halfway down this mountain, Grandfather Mountain um, in Western North Carolina. And I uh, I was like, oh, let's go take a picture, which is completely not like me. And I'm so surprised that she actually didn't figure it out. Like that right then and there, I was going to pop the question. Right. Um, 
but but uh i was like uh, we we took a picture and i said hey wait while i have you guys taking our picture uh aaron hart like will you marry me and then she uh she like completely freaked out and she like i think you can tell by the photos and whatnot like she like was completely taken aback and like uh completely caught off guard and yes that was uh that was a very special moment um yeah and definitely one that i'm gonna remember forever oh that's so amazing how were the nerves all day i mean you had the ring in your pocket were you were you freaking out a little bit so I I can't remember the mood throughout the day exactly, but it wasn't that bad. But um, when when I actually got down on one knee, like like the hairs were standing up. Like I was, it it was nerve wracking, dude. I didn't, I don't know. I I I thought it'd be so easy because it's a person that you know I get along with so well, and like I, this was obviously gonna happen. Um, but at the same time, like it's still just kind of nerve wracking <laughs> like uh you you just need that yes uh yeah i don't know it, yeah it was great you, you need you need the uh confirmation yes uh you think everything's gonna go right but nothing's nothing's happening until you get that yes but dude that's so amazing um that that is something that i think a lot of people could relate with right i mean what was it a big surprise for her or is it something you guys were tra- like chatting about before it happened so we had talked about it and and I she was expecting it actually on her birthday which which was like 2 weeks beforehand. Oh, and, is that right? And she was So she was kind of upset at that time like she was like, you know, I I had it in my mind that like this was going to happen on my birthday and like it it kind of like she was kind of a little distraught about it cuz we had talked about it so much. But like I did not give her the impression that it was going to happen on her birthday, um, but she really just got in her own mind about it. So I think that there was just like such a relief and such like a weight off of her own shoulders, like knowing that it happened and whatnot, and like that she could finally say yes and start planning this wedding that she's been dreaming of. Um, yeah, I could say that that she's definitely now very relieved. Oh, that's amazing, man. So you guys have a date set and everything or how's that looking? I mean, the pandemic played into that a bit. Um, kind of, but we actually kind of, we, we had the date kind of in mind since like, since we've been really kind of opened up and talked about it, like uh, talked about getting engaged. So, um, we're doing it, um, down on the beach in Florida. Um, and we're doing it on new year's Eve. Oh, that's amazing, man. Really, just raining not, not taking in the new year. Sorry. Yeah, not this New Year's Eve, but the next one. So, like, everybody can be down there, and like, I already have people texting me, like, I, I literally can't wait. Like, it's gonna be such a great time and whatnot. Because, um, yeah, that's that's what we want to do is just have a great time, have a celebration, and like, kind of just have like a super nice, fun wedding. Um, that's that's really what we're aiming for. That's fantastic, man. And on top of that big news, Lackstraps last week signed a pretty big deal, um, something that can really help change the lives of people and donate to a great cause. You guys signed on with the Wells Crowther Charitable Trust Foundation, and um, they yes. do such a fantastic job every year. I think every every September 11th, we all get to reminisce on the story of Wells who was truly a selfless guy and 
put put his put his uh, peers before he ever put himself. And it's truly an amazing story. So, well, first of all, I want to take it back. How how did it come along? Did you reach out to them? Did they reach out to you? I mean, this this is something that's gonna really really do some amazing things for the lacrosse community and being able to support a foundation that has supported the community for such a long time. Yes. So um, we are like with, with each strap with the red bandana um, sold, we are donating or each set of straps sold. We're donating $8 to the Wells uh, Remy Crowder charitable trust. And um, yeah, it's, it's really uh, like a super special thing to be a part of because I remember sitting there and watching the sports centers and being moved by the story um, of this kid who just would not quit helping people in a time of peril. Like, um, and it's a, it's a story that every lacrosse player, I mean, would wish that they would do the same thing in that situation. And he really is an embodiment of like what it, what it means to be an athlete that sacrifices for the greater good. Um, and in this greater good, I mean, it was literally saving people's lives. Um, and so he, um, in forming the partnership, I had reached out to them however long ago. Um, basically, the only contact info that I had, I think, was an email address and their Facebook page. And so I actually got a response back in October, maybe, um, with with basically like, hey, we actually think that this is a good idea. Can you talk um, to Wells' mom? And like, um, and so I spoke on the phone with her, and and um, that's when it really got approved. And like, she thought it was a great idea because because of what our product is and because of what Wells has meant in the lacrosse community, like she just thought it was kind of a perfect fit in that, you know, people can wear the red bandana on their uniforms. It's not, not, it's not like it has to be necessarily approved by a team or whatnot. You know, each and every person that views Wells as this superhero figure who's done so good, um, can actually represent him and, and keep them close to them, um, keep him close to them on their helmets and honor him um, and keep his legacy uh, ongoing. Uh, it's very cool. It, it's just so cool. Certainly. I mean, I'm sure having that conversation with his mom was just, was, was very touching. I mean, to, I think that oftentimes you get to really tell someone that you very much, uh, appreciate their son and the work that they've done but to be able to talk to someone who's truly an american hero and their mother is just i'm sure so amazing not just for you but for her to get to keep uh pushing the legacy of her son which is fantastic now i am going to plug you a little bit here um if you guys head over to lackstraps.com right now you can choose from one of three designs uh for the red bandana and this is, they, they're all great. They all have great uh, logos. Now, wait, can people mix and match the two pack so that they don't look the same? So you could have two different Wells um, bandana straps or do they have to look identical? 
Um, so for the two packs, they're they're repeated. Um, so it's the same design in the two packs. So no no mixing and matching other than if you want to grab another two pack. Um, great, great. Well, yeah, that's, that, that's how the yeah that's how the website's designed. And and albeit, I wish that there was more flexibility on the website. Like I I wish for a couple of different things, including the custom straps, like that. It was a little bit easier on people to kind of get uh, to view a strap as it would look on their helmet and whatnot, but that's just something that it just takes more and more time to develop. And, and it, I think I need a different platform to host the website in order to get that customization on there for everybody. But um, slowly but surely, building a business that, that uh, can really appeal to, to everyone and, and everybody can get exactly what they want. Um, Certainly. On the it's, one of the, it's one of the real struggles of starting the business. People don't think – people – oftentimes think i'm sure that websites are just this easy thing to put together and they'll be completely user-friendly from the jump but it's just the furthest thing from the truth you you oftentimes run through tough tough periods where just one little button or one thing that could really change the website is one of the more difficult things to do and takes 30 hours of work to put in so I'm sure you'll get there, though, exactly. man. I mean, the the brand is growing constantly. Each and every day, I'm seeing lack straps all over the place. The other day, I was over at um, uh, Two Wolves Performance in New York, and each kid out there yeah. had a lack strap on their helmet. So, I mean, yep. Yep. we are we seeing work. it just everywhere. Yeah, we've uh, we've worked with them. Um, I'm trying to think. We've worked with just so many different people that – it's amazing to scroll through Instagram now and see lack straps on random people's helmets and whatnot. Like it's not even a plug for us or whatnot. We just started working with so many great brands um, and, and to see people use them and utilize them for their own growth, um, such as two wolves, like to keep their brand on people's helmets and whatnot. It's, I mean, it is, it is kind of a culmination in some ways, and it's definitely been a great year because we've we've done a bunch of those, working with a bunch of different teams and organizations like that. So are you still the man behind the scenes? Are you doing everything yourself, or have you brought anyone on to help out now? Oh, it's still me. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. A lot of late nights? Uh, so, so when we had our partnership, with the Iroquois national team, or, or we still have it, but when it was big, when the PLL season was happening and, and they went on NBC and that went on, my my fiance, well now fiance, actually like it was me and her and it was ridiculous because we did not have any of that inventory prep until, well, I mean, we had to do it all after the announcement and that day, uh, like that we announced it, I think it was like 150 orders or something and like 300 different straps that all had to be made, like, like in a relatively quick amount of time, like it, it was just absolutely ridiculous. And we were like, we were just kind of like way behind the eight ball because we weren't planning on doing that partnership until they reached out. And then we were like, Oh yeah, of course. Why would we like, yes, we would absolutely love to help. And then once it, once they announced it, like on their Twitter and Instagram and whatnot, like it just took off. Right. It's it's like a steamrolling uh, train just coming down the tracks, and you better be ready to hop on the uh, board and 
just kind of run with it. But that is awesome. I mean, you love to hear the businesses succeeding. So, I mean, the growth, I mean, what have you grown at least a hundred fold since the prior year, right? So, um, yeah, about that. I think we'll probably finish the year at about that. Yeah. Like, Cause uh, the year before, I mean, I'm still working on the process and what is the best way to design these straps considering now that like, there are the different helmets and like, um, but like between the development of what, like the original straps that were being done, like the, the process to make the strap has changed and also what, how exactly to cut the strap and what, what design area should we be, be using to make sure that it looks good on all helmets. Um, yeah, like all of that had to be tinkered with had like, and so getting a good product, kind of starting to sell it was last year and then this year i mean it's just been it's been crazy with sales that's for sure that's amazing man now you're, you're probably how far out then are you from completely just making lax straps your full-time gig so i would say it's still pretty far out because mm -hmm. it's like now i've got like as much as uh as much as I love being engaged and I'm going to love that wedding day, like now I have another expense of that. And I also have, I mean, at an expensive, I mean, I'm looking at real estate and like, I need to put a down payment in and whatnot. And like, it's just, it's that time in my life where it's like, I need, I need basically as much money as I can get my hands on. And, right. Um, cause yeah, I want, I want to set myself up for, success and i also want to have a great day um and it's like our parents are helping us out a little bit but um i think not as much um i guess not as much as some or whatever um so we're taking like we want this day on the beach where you know it's just a party and we're gonna have a great time and uh yeah it's definitely gonna be uh a financial burden of some sort that's for sure of course of course it's it's one of those things that you know the only day that you don't have to worry about the financials are the day of the actual wedding because before and after it, it's going to play a big role but uh dude that, that's oh, yeah. fantastic now one of my one of my biggest questions is the brand is lack straps but we've recently been seeing some football straps coming out is is there some kind of transition that's going to be made or what are you thinking so um, we've put a couple on a couple helmets and, and it's been so far so good, but um, there's so much variation in the face mask. Like I've essentially like gifted Calvert Hall football um, and, and uh, a couple like local football players, um, the straps themselves. And I'm getting feedback on like what we need to tinker with because there is so much um there's so many more variables on that side and like ultimately when they do come out like there's got to be a stipulation on it that it doesn't fit on all helmets which is uh, like it's something that i never had to face like with lack straps itself um so before we really start selling them like we're trying to get every like uh detail worked out but um we do think that there's a market there because uh, on the visors of the the 
for the face mask of the football helmets, um, the visors that they use, they do come with personalizations um, and whatnot, but not everybody uses a visor. So basically we're like, you know, we can get that personalization cheaper and put it on helmets um, in a way that, you know, a team can look even more uniform than just like the visor look. Um, and, and some of them don't have the visors and whatnot. Um, so yeah, we're, we think that there is a market there, but um, just still working out the details and whatnot. And then it doesn't help that, I mean, I live in Maryland and I mean, not many Maryland teams are playing football right now right. and that I need, I need kids to go try them on their helmets. And if they don't have access to their helmets, then like they can't, they can't try them out. They can't um, give me feedback on what they want and whatnot. Um, so yeah, it's definitely been a tough year in that. Like I thought that that evolution would be maybe 100% like full go at this point in time, but it's okay. Like, you know, uh, we still have plenty of work to keep us busy and, um, yeah, I, I'm, I think it's something that'll come along strong next year. Um, Is there any type of, um, securing that has to be changed for the football helmet though? Because I mean, they're going head to head much more often than any lacrosse player is. And from what I saw, it was on a different part of the mask. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's not on the bottom. It's on the top. It's where, um, essentially like where, uh, the visors, like if you know, at the top of the visors, there's like the two prongs on either side that come out and, and those have been customized and that's what we're trying to essentially, you know, give somebody a customization in that area. Um, so yeah, left and right sides of the helmet. And then, um, uh, um, so as for durability, I mean, lack straps, they like, if you come in contact with the ground, if your chin comes in contact with the ground, I mean, it's fastened in a way that it should not be coming off the helmet. I mean, it's still, it's still secured on the back side of it. So it's not like that contact is happening on like the fastening part of the strap itself. So it's happening on the flexible side of it where it can, it can give and get hit. And, um, I've seen pictures of kids and even, even the players, uh, like there was one picture in particular where it's on a Boston cannons player and he's like the, the black artificial turf stuff is like floating up. And like, you can see that his chin strap or the strap itself has been like, almost blackened by the, the turf beads. Um, but yeah, it, it's a, it's a pretty durable product. And I think that that should hold true with the football side of it also. Yeah. I would say that I could attest, but um, I must say I don't get hit too often in men's league. Um, I avoid contact <laughs> at all, at all costs. And I like to kind of give myself some room to shoot and not get touched because well, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm done with that point in my career where I don't feel the urge to uh, be getting hit by poles anymore. And so, no, uh, I get it. 
I I can't say that I uh, have faced the ringer, but I've seen some guys take some nasty hits with them, and they stay they stay true and tight and tough. But uh, so so you're back in Maryland. How how's everything been going with uh, quarantine and everything for you and the brand? And have you faced uh, a really tough time, or has thing have things been uh, staying pretty true? So um, we were we had a great start to the year. January and February, I think kids are starting to pick up their sticks and, you know, uh, get ready for the seasons and whatnot. Um, and so we were doing, we were doing good, you know, projected growth looked good. Um, and then all of a sudden, I believe the start of March was okay. And then it just like died, like, um, you know, less than half of what we have been doing. Uh, for March and April, I believe, and maybe even May. But then, um, yeah, things really took a turn when we had the PLL pictures again. Um, right. That was that that was huge. And then the partnership with the Iroquois national team that was unreal. Um, and now we're back. Like um, you know, like that was a huge spike. And then we're back. Um, just kind of like on a steady, steady incline of sales and whatnot. Although I, I do think that, uh, probably end of December, January timeframe, like we'll see a little bit of a drop off again and then kids will start getting back into the swing of things and, and it'll pick back up again. Yeah, I, I, I understand that uh, that lull that happened there at the beginning of quarantine and everything. We, we faced it at Signature. I mean, we were doing anything to try and just get things in front of people. Now, with the PLL, are you an official sponsor of the league or um, have you just kind of been the guy, like there's letting the guys walk the straps? So, um, you know, I am not an official sponsor of the league. Right. Nor, and you don't have to incriminate you know, yourself here either if you <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So um I'm not an official sponsor and I can't afford to be an official sponsor of Nobody can. any league. Um so what I do is I mean I get them in the hands of the players and then the players well actually the the Premier Lacrosse League was also a a purchaser of the straps. Um, and the, they bought the Iroquois national or the Iroquois flag straps originally um, to put them on the helmets of the players when they did the the ceremony on NBC. Um, so they are a customer, and I am uh, a supplier to the individuals who play in there, and right. then. Therefore, I mean, you know, my product is on the Premier Lacrosse League players, and therefore, I just repost the pictures and whatnot. And they haven't given you any flack for that? No. I, don't give them ideas, Herm. What are you doing, man? <laughs> no, trust me, I'm not. They, they've, if they haven't already, then you're, you're in the clear. <laughs> That's what I think, too. No, I know so for a fact. <laughs> I've I've dealt with them far too many times in that that facet. Um, you're good. You're you're totally good. But um, so I would I would go as far as to say though that your product has changed the 
way in which people are able to identify themselves on the field. Do you, what, what makes you happier? The way in which you're giving people the opportunity to customize their, their gitch, the way that they get out there and have a good time, or is it the kind of feeling of just like growth, the thing that's really driving you each and every day? So um, I can't lie and say that it's not both, but at mm-hmm. the same time, the ones that's like the, the straps that we do that say dad or mom, or it's the initials and they give us a little bit of background on who it is that they're honoring and why, like it's freaking cool, man. Like that, that's super special. And that's something where it's just like, um, you know, it just feels good to be in the business that I'm in. Um, and in the position that I'm in because they wouldn't necessarily be able to honor them in that same way. Or in some of them, I mean, when you're dealing with tape and Sharpie, like they might not ever honor them in that way because just like for me, uh, I tried it once or twice and I did not have success with it. And, you know, it fell off or it just looked bad. And then it's like, okay, I'm not going to try it again. Um, so yeah, to give people a way of honoring those people, like it's really freaking cool. For That's sure. for sure. Yeah, I mean the tape and the sharpie days. I guess they're they're coming to an end here. Um, they were there was something there was something about it that was super cool back in the day. But I think that lack straps has completely come in and taken that market away from it because. I think it's not only the fact that it just looks better, but it's just so much more clean. I mean, you don't have to worry about at the end of the year, like if you're on a team where you have to return your helmet or something, ripping it off and dealing with all that. Uh, So it was just such a pain in the ass, to be honest with you. But um, I love it, man. I absolutely, I love the product. I was actually sitting here with my girlfriend before we hopped on the podcast and we were talking about you and how you're coming on the show and everything. So I was showing her some lax straps that I have. And uh, she thought they were really rad. She wasn't, she was never a lacrosse gal or anything. So it was, it was cool uh-huh. to show her how they work and everything, but I, I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, dude. Um, um, people that don't understand lacrosse sometimes don't get why people would put it on their helmets, but anybody who gets it and has seen and like been around lacrosse at least somewhat they understand that like yes it is kind of transcendent in that we can put multiple colors on there we can make it kind of blend in with your helmet a little bit better and then just the message stands out um yeah it's a it's definitely a cool thing to be a part of um yeah and i'm really glad i i took that jump and that leap and became an entrepreneur for for this and um it's definitely been a success and i'm definitely hoping that i can get even more successful with it um and see that growth just like you were talking about yeah yeah what part of the business though is the one that really like is your biggest pet peeve i know for me when the idea of starting a business and stuff it's like the idea of doing all of the like financials and stuff behind the scenes just absolutely would drive me through a roof. But, uh, what, what is that for you? So, um, it's, it's that like, I'm not large enough 
where it's like I can pass off one thing or the other. It's like I'm I'm having to do social media, having to do all of what's involved in in you know um, the posting and whatnot, and then on top of that, I'm a I have to go and then produce the straps and make them myself, and like it's just it's just the whole concept of doing everything by yourself. Like, it's not like I can even outsource them because like, uh, the production, because I, I want to make the custom straps. I think that's what makes it unique. Like I don't want to outsource or whatever. Like I want to produce it all myself to, to easily skew. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's just like everything. It, I, I wish I could be a little bit more hyper-focused on, one area the next but at the same time like um it's getting me it's getting me that level of experience where i can then you know if i bring somebody else on or whatnot like i can tell them what the goals are and how i've been able to find success in one way or the other um and then they can kind of continue to build on that momentum that I already have and, 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 and they can consult with me, um, you know, like with, from my experience, you know, what would you do here? What would you do there? Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. It's just all becoming an entrepreneur and teaching yourself new things. Um, you'll be, yeah, it, you'll be it's a definitely... strap advisor before you know it. <laughs> you'll be, you'll be exactly. bringing new teams and everything, but you do bring up social media. How, how's everything looking for lax shops on social media? You guys uh, catch any flack ever or anything like that? I love to get people's opinion in the lacrosse community, especially people who are on hashtag lax Twitter. Uh, I haven't seen any hot takes about it other than when we did the giveaway with SDX that we like, I, I was reading through a couple of the comments and like a couple of the, the elementary school kids or whatnot, like the young guys, they were like, I'm pretty sure this is the worst giveaway ever. <laughs> and I was just <laughs> like, well, I was feeling great about myself. And now like, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know. It's, it, uh, I, in general, in general, I would say all of our feedback is positive. Um, and, and a lot of times it's because, there's still so many players who don't know what a lax strap is that when once they get it and they put it on their helmet or whatnot and they see like their helmet change and become a little bit cooler, then like we get that holy crap, like thank you so much. Thank you so much. Like um I'm able to have my my brother with me on my helmet and honor him or like, you know, all, all that stuff is like, you know, super special and, and, and people feel compelled, you know, in a way to, to let us know about it. And, and that's, uh, that's mostly what we get. That's always a good feeling, right? I, I guess, I guess sometimes I get caught up on the other side of it where I just constantly have to fight back against those elementary school kids who, um, like to let me know that something is the worst giveaway ever or something along those lines. And I get way too caught up into it, man. I really got to work on not doing that, but it, it, sometimes it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I, uh, 
I don't know. I haven't for lacrosse related stuff. Like you'd love to like point your finger and be like that guy. Like I'm going to show that guy wrong. And it's like, I haven't really had that many or any like people where I'm just like, you know what? You're, you're that person that I'm going to pin up against like, or, uh, uh, put your picture up on my wall and be like, I'm going to prove you wrong or whatever. Like that, that's just like not the way, I don't know, this has been like in any way, like no enemies, no nothing. Yeah. No enemies is the way that you need to go. Right. I, I, I have enemies and you know, it happened. <laughs> I think my favorite enemy is lax exposed. Um, love him. Just absolutely love when he chirps me. It's fantastic. But um, it is, it is, it's something else, man. It's, it's really funny to me, though, just the way that we kind of, as a lacrosse community, like to tear each other down. Uh, not funny at all, haha, yeah. but like just funny, you know, as, as a societal whatever you want to call it. But what does the future look like, man, for Laxtraps? I mean, you obviously want to continue to scale, to grow. What, what, what's the five-year plan, the 10-year? What does it look like? Um, so I think, I think really, like, we've seen – that it's like we're as good as our our best partner almost like in that like we do team sales and whatnot and, and we can discount like those sorts of things and um you know having athletes united um in uh new jersey like having them you know constantly wearing the straps and like getting all these beautiful photos of the black strap and the white lettering. Um, it's like, you know, you see those people wearing the straps and, and like, obviously the curiosity is there. And then also, I mean, it's in the hands of however many kids are with them. So they know what a lack strap is. Um, and then the Iroquois national team um, and basically everybody else that we've been able to work with, you know, those are the people that drive this like you know if it's not for those teams buying them or those organizations um you know using them as their fundraisers and whatnot like like those really like telling people that they can get a custom strap is one thing but showing them that we can put your favorite brand your favorite team or whatever on a strap like and and have it right in front of you for you to just click on and buy or to get from your team. Um, that's where, you know, the real impact is made because everybody wants to be the one that reps the signature lacrosse strap, the, the SDX strap, the, the warrior strap. I mean, whoever it is next, like, um, yeah, they're going to get, um a great brand with us and they're going to keep growing and growing because they don't really have to take much risk at all like kids love them it's a home run they love wearing them and strapping them up to their helmets um it's just you know who's going to be next um it's kind of you know what we're in the process of figuring out and whatnot what has what ha, this just came across my head what's who's been the coolest person to reach out to you and you were just like damn i'm on the phone with this person right now so um we we don't have to have like many it 
in general, you know, to, to show a person a design, it's all via email. Uh-huh. Um, but, but Kyle Harrison um, was the player um, or was the man at uh, the Premier Lacrosse League who initiated the, the purchase of the Iroquois flag straps who got it there. And it's just like, this is the legend of the game. Like, one, if not, you know, top five, top three, like, arguably number one, like, greatest player of all time. And you're just like, yeah, like, no big deal. I'm just talk, or uh, communicating with Kyle Harrison. Um, um, right now, I mean, Nat St. Laurent, like, that's a pretty big, like, very impactful name. Like, we think, when I think of, you know, who's a coach that I would love to be coached by and go into battle for, like, seeing him on the sidelines of the Premier Lacrosse League games, like, that's that's a person that, like, I would I would certainly follow and, and play my ass off for. Um, oh, yeah. That's and, the man. And, and talk, talking to him, um, yeah, uh, or, or having him reach out and say, you know, are interested in doing this and that. I mean, that's that's freaking cool. Um, yeah. Are you, are you getting past the point of starstruckness, or you still get a little bit giddy when you see their names pop up? So uh, there's definitely that that moment where like you know the the name Kyle Harrison pops up, or yeah, the name Nat Taylor Laurent comes up, and you're just like, whoa, like yes. But but uh, I mean. I don't know. It, it's like, you know, you have that impact for a second and you're just like, and it doesn't, it doesn't escape you that this is really cool, but like, obviously things need to move forward and, and you want to put your best foot forward in, in talking with them. Certainly, certainly. Well, man, this is, this has been a blast. I, I always love getting on the phone with you, chatting it up, talking lacrosse, talking lack straps. Is there anything that you wanted to talk about before I let you go? Um, not too much. It, well, I guess the main thing is, is there going to be a, a Herm Invitational Golf Tournament? Is, is oh, that what, man. Uh, is, that, is that what's brewing? We, we are working on something. I, I have many ideas, actually. I have, I have okay. something where I, I want to – okay, so this podcast, we're now sponsored by Second Nine Golf. Um, go check out secondninegolf.com. Use code HERM15. I check out for 15% off. That was a quick little plug. Um, so plug. I, yeah, I have to plug that it. I do. I, I'll, I'll do a, uh, I'll do an ad read before the interview, but um, no. So okay. there, there's many routes I want to go. One, I want to start golfing with everyone who comes on the show, whether you've golfed before or you've never golfed in your life. I, I want to start golfing with everyone who comes on the show. So next time I can get down to Maryland, we'll have to hit the links. Um, there's country. that. But then there's a there's two golf tournaments I wanted I would love to try and do. One would be a Herm Invitational something or another, which wouldn't just be lacrosse people. But there was this idea that I had, and I forget what what exactly inspired it. But it was this idea to start a golf tournament because you watch guys like Blaze Reardon, uh, who Blaze Reardon, Matt Rambo, uh, Dane Smith, Andrew Q. All these guys are out on the golf course like every day. I want to get them all together yeah. and I want to have a tournament. I think that we need to see what the skills are actually like for all of the players in lacrosse, the, these pro guys that get out there and play almost every day. So if I could figure out a way to fund it, 
where we could get all the guys flown out to one place in like Scottsdale, Arizona or something and get like golf now or someone to set up a course for us. I, I would do it in a heartbeat and call it something like the lacrosse on the links or something. I think is what I was calling it. But um, that, okay. that would take a lot of organization that uh, I might just have to keep pushing back until I have a bit more time. No, I got you. No, that sounds awesome. And yeah, you're you're exactly right. It something that's surprising is like that being so engulfed in lacrosse social media is like literally all of those guys are like always on the golf course. Like that was super surprising to me, honestly. Because um, it like in like I know I know like lacrosse is sort of like a prep school almost like type of adventure or or venture in like but at the same time when i was growing up and like being in reicherstown like um and like being on reicherstown travel team like we were like blue collar lacrosse players and like in that like my buddies who grew up with me and were lacrosse players like we were more like we're gonna go like wrestle each other and maybe uh, box a little bit or whatever. And like, in uh, like we're not we're not the golfers. Like we're not going to go out on the golf course much. And like, surely, slowly but surely, that's changed. But um, at the same time, it's like um, surprising to see all these big dudes who eat checks go out and like dress up in their polo shirts and and uh, go out and hit the links. I know it's fantastic, and I mean, golf is something that. I, I, I played it a lot my whole life, but it was something that really, really came into my life strong at the beginning of quarantine and everything because it was the only thing we could do. So I was getting out every morning. I was on that first 6.30 tea time like every single day and just playing, yep. playing, playing. And I, I love it. I love golf. I, I would almost go as far to say I love golf more than I do lacrosse. Um, that's going to catch some That's gonna catch some flack. I get it. It's going to be fine though. Um but it's it's one of those things that you can do and you can be completely relaxed with it. I think for like a men's league lacrosse game, I have to work myself up all day long just to get excited for it because I'm so out of shape. Golf, I can go hop in a car, bring a few brews and play 18 holes. And it's fantastic. That's the kind of stuff that I need in my life. So I think also yeah. though, it, if I was able to execute this in some way, it would show this personal side of all of these pros that I personally have gotten to interact with, but not everybody gets to see every day because they just see them on social media or out on the field. And um, a lot of these yep. guys are amazing dudes and I would love to show their personalities. I mean, someone else who I didn't mention earlier was Logan Schuss. I mean, he's up in BC, but he is an absolute beauty. He golfs almost every day and he would be the most comical guy to have out there on the course. So I think that it would be an absolute blast. Plus it would give me a little bit of an opportunity to play and beat all the guys and, um, you know, just put, put, put something out there that I, I am better at something in the world than these professional lacrosse players. <laughs> and that's what I'm really searching. Yeah. For we, we, we all need that one thing that we can pinpoint and be like, yeah, I got him beat. Exactly. I've got him beat. I need that. It's it's some kind of weird self-conceited thing I have going on in my head, but, but I need it. And, you know, I mean, golf is just, it's, it's the perfect medium. Uh, anybody can be a professional athlete in so many things, but to, you can truly expose someone's uh, natural athletic abilities or whatever on the golf course, since it's one of the hardest things to do in the world. I think that a lot of times people laugh at 
golfers and don't call them professional athletes and stuff, but I beg to differ. I think Tiger Woods is the great, like one of the greatest athletes of all time, strictly based on his mental capacity, mental ability to control himself and then be able to do the things that he does on the golf course. It's absurd. Watching. Yeah. Watching him on two years ago at the masters and watching the best players in the world just kind of fold under the weight of the moment and him just rising like to that level that he's known that he could play at and be, and it had played at. Um, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Cause, cause when you're out on that course, you're, you're essentially all by yourself. You might get a read or two or a look from a caddy, but like, it's just you and the ball and your score and whatever you do with that ball, it, like it, whether you shank it to the right or you shank it to the left, like you have to live with exactly what happens to that ball. Um, not me because uh, I'm going to prop up every single shot in the rough that I get and, uh, <laughs> and uh, kick it out from beyond the trees or whatnot. But uh, yeah, watching those guys do that. Yeah, you're right. It's pure. It's, they need the mental capacity to finish those tournaments. And if they don't have it, like they do, like they wilter, like they fall away. And, and that one guy uh, who was with him um, on the masters two years ago in that final pairing, um, the guy from Spain, anyway, oh, he yeah. like, oh. he is, he has not been the same player since. Like he has just completely fallen off because he, he did not have it then. He doesn't, and he like he doesn't have it now. Like, um, yeah, he's got to go like find his love of golf and like, um, he he's got to like re, like actualize, you know, figure out exactly how good he can be again because he wiltered and then he just does not have it again. Um, it's crazy to see. I know, but at this point, I don't think anybody's catching up to Dustin Johnson anytime soon. He's on some kind of tear right now where he's just like, he's a superhuman. He, he truly cannot be stopped. I mean, he made Augusta look easy. The, what was it, two weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago, which yeah. is insane to me. Um, one of the best moments of the year is I went, I got engaged, and that was on Saturday, I believe. Uh-oh. And then don't let the fiance. Listen. No, no, it, no it, I think it was Sunday. I think it was Sunday. Cause then Sunday, like uh, Sunday, we did the hike, got engaged. I was all tuckered out. I took a nap. I woke up and then it was, uh, and then it was, uh, Dustin and, uh, who's the number three, John Rom. John Rom. Um, yeah. And they John had, Rahm. They were in the PGA Championship, I think it was, and they they both had like thirty foot putts, um, and and like it, if uh, Dustin Johnson made this ridiculous putt to push it to the to the playoff, and then in the playoff, John Rahm was a stroke better on the green than uh, than Dustin, and he just drills this like forty five foot putt. And it and like that's how he, he walked it off and ended it right there and it was just like holy fucking shit I have never seen better golf shots in my life like I know um and that yeah uh, to to watch like the culmination of just exactly how good these guys are and ridiculous their talents are 
Um, I don't know. That was pretty fucking cool. They just make it look so damn easy. Like, I, I genuinely don't understand it. Like, I, I have a pretty low handicap. I'm, like, a sitting at a 2.4 right now, so I'm, like, really I'm pushing it. But at the same time, it's, like, they make shots that, like, I couldn't even dream of where I would right. be happy to walk away with a bogey. It, it's just through the roof. But, um, yeah, no, I've gotten pretty good over these last few weeks, months. However, I played – I think I've played over 80 rounds or something in the last, like, six months, which for me is just like, – I'm, I'm so jealous. Like, that is, that is exactly how I want to live. But uh, just cannot. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It, it's too much. Um, I'll be honest. It, I've spent far too much money on golf. Like, it, it, is, it is the biggest – it's worse than drugs. I think at this point, like, I would have spent less. <laughs> yeah no i got gotcha. you what what's um, the what's the yeah. strength of your game what what do you do are you a driver guy or iron play no so i actually uh, like uh, i've only really like started upgrading from like the most basic clubs this year like i got a i got a better putter i got a better driver and but with that new driver i could not get it down throughout the middle of the year or the middle of the summer recently I've gotten it a little bit better but I still like I still can't hit it like pure like I I can I I can say like probably 60% of the time you know I hit a nice straight shot but it's only like 220 maybe like it's like these you know I'm not gaining any strokes I'm losing strokes essentially off Mm -hmm. my drives but um, yeah, my short game, my short game, um, generally my gap wedge, my eight iron, my nine iron, sometimes my six and seven, like those are like I, I'm I'm pretty freaking good with those. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's an important strength to have. I must say, I drive I drive it long, putt decently, but everything in between, it, it's a uh, it's a crapshoot. It's uh, it's either going to be perfect or it's going to be well off the mark, and um, that that's that's what I we were playing in our club chant. No, uh, we were playing it. We call, it's called the Turkey Bowl a couple weekends ago. I had a drive. Mm-hmm. It was like three forty. I think I landed it like fifteen yards in front of the green. Probably my best drive of the day. Almost oh bogeyed God. the hole. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds about right. Yeah. Like uh, I'll hit I'll hit the green on a par three and bogey the hole. Like, you know, that, that happens to me left and right. Um, yeah, I'm, a I'm about like an 18 handicap. Like I'm, I am pretty pure bogey golf. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, I mix in a couple of pars. If I have a birdie, that's amazing. Um, you know, that's really where I'm just like, fuck yeah. Like I, like I get hyped on the course and whatnot. Like if, if I can finish a birdie, um that really makes for a good round regardless of how i did with everything else well, that's um, what you have to take away from it is the, the couple holes that you did ha- really really enjoy yeah yeah and i mean dude when your game gets on and like it doesn't matter whether it's one hole or two holes or three holes or whatever like when your game is on there's like no better feeling in the world oh, like, when you're sniping 
sniping pins and whatnot, like you're just like, oh my god, how am I, how am I this good? Am I the greatest <laughs> player in the world? Like, um, and then yeah, and so then uh, putting, putting. I've kind of found a little bit of a rhythm recently, in that I have to talk dirty to my ball. I have mm. to go. I have to go f you, you stupid, whatever, and like, and then you know, then, then after I neg it, then it gives me breaks. Like mm-hmm. I, I have to say you're a stupid little whatever, and uh, and then and then it falls in the hole for me. Yeah, yeah, you really have to beat it into shape. I get that. I um, well, I I often golf with two people, my girlfriend and one of her her lifelong friends. And they they oh they sit there and they make fun of me the whole time because there there's one of two responses I have on a golf course. One is the good shot, and I'm completely silent, don't say a word. I just get like a big smirk on my face, like I know I hit a really pure shot. And then the other one is, wow, you fucking suck. And so there's <laughs> there's literally two responses, or or the other one is, what are you doing? And it's just me talking to myself. So. It is truly the yeah. biggest mind game ever. And uh, anybody who watched me actually play golf would think I might be a slightly bipolar, but um, it, you know, that's the, that's yeah. the fun of it. it. It truly is. I, um, I, I'm, I, I got, I have, I, what did I shoot? I think I shot my best round of the summer was like a 65 at this course. And I think I walked away from it and literally Googled like, how do you join PGA tour? <laughs> like what are the steps to joining the professional and um truth be told 65 one time in the middle of the summer is the furthest thing from getting you or not the furthest thing but pretty far from getting yourself a uh any kind of professional golf uh looks that sounds about right yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. hilarious um it was i'm it was trying quite to think you know i had a round i had a round where i was just on it and my short game was amazing and i shot I shot it might have been might have been like a seventy three but um it was on a course that was built for retired people like even <laughs> like uh <laughs> the front the front nine was like an appropriate length like maybe par thirty four maybe and then the back nine was like uh it was something ridiculous it it, it was uh they were all par fours, but you hit it a hundred yards, and then it's like a ninety degree turn to your right or left, mm-hmm. and like, and then, and then it's only you're only ninety yards out from there. Like, um, it was ridiculous. It was the easiest course I'd ever played, but I I played with two random guys. It was another random course in North Carolina, and uh, and they were like, "Wow, you're like really good," and I was like. <laughs> No, I'm not. This course is just super simple. Like it, when I can use my, my pitching wedge. <laughs> yeah, so when I can use my pitching wedge off the tee and on my second shot each and every time, like yeah, I'm gonna look really good. As you should. As you should. Yeah. Well, well, you have to find a course like that when I'm able to get down to Maryland to make me look good on camera. I don't think there's a, an actual course that makes me look really good. Like even that one, I couldn't putt. Um, I don't know. 
Yeah, it's either I'm like, sinking putts and touching butts, or I'm missing putts and just continue missing putts. There, there's really no. <laughs> Uh, my favorite saying yeah, is good, good. We're both good. We're in the leather. No no more looking at it. I gotcha. For sure. Um, well, Steve, you're a beauty, man. This has been an absolute blast. And uh, before I let you go, why don't you plug lack straps one last time, tell people where they can follow you on social media, find you on the website, and uh, anything else that you need to announce or say or do or, you know, anything you feel like saying. Yeah, uh, the social medias are lax underscore straps. Um, from Twitter, you know, uh, I pretty much just shout out my own personal opinions on the on the page, um, you know, including the one that Hopkins needs a new band in order to be a better lacrosse program. Um, <laughs> you know, they they need to they need to learn some new songs. Um, I think you know when I started typing that one out, I was like, this one's gold, um, and. Uh, what else? Uh, you know, Instagram, Twitter, that's pretty much it. I, I flirted with starting the TikTok game, and then I was just like, I, I don't know if I have enough patience and time for this. Um, and then laxstraps.com, you know, we have – I went ahead and just posted, like, basically all of the designs that I've done over the past year and a half or so. Um I'm sure that there's a couple that I've omitted, but um, basically for anybody to just pick up whatever they want off of the basic straps um, kind of deal. And those are $17.99 for a two-pack. And then we have the custom straps, and they run a little bit higher. And basically whatever you want, like dream of whatever you want to put on a helmet, and we can put it on a helmet for you because it's freaking cool. Like um, some of the stuff that some people put on the helmets, whether it's the logo of their favorite skate band or whatever, um, you know, like something that embodies Larry Bird or Lamar Jackson, Tom Brady, like basically anything that you can think of, it can go on a strap and you can rep whatever you want while you're on a lacrosse field. And that's basically what we've done. Um, as much as I hate the tape and Sharpie method, they opened it, like anybody who's ever done that has opened it up that we can put it on a helmet of any team anywhere. And like, we are the ones that now customize helmets for the individuals. Um, and that is pretty freaking special. And that is anybody and everybody. Damn, that was that was fantastic. Way to plug me in the middle of my show. I, I fucking love it. Right? That was, yeah, that man. Was, that was awesome. Well, Steve, this has been a hoot, man. And uh, take it easy, all right, man? Wow, what a fun interview that was. I love getting Steve on the show. He always brings the energy. He's such a genuine dude, and Lackstraps is, is booming. So I love to hear the success that they're having with his company and everything that's else that's happened in the last year since the last time I got to talk to him. I mean, I can't believe it's almost been a year that anybody and everybody has been on the airwaves. So thank you guys so much, so much. I know we took a brief hiatus there in the middle, but this show wouldn't be what it is without all of the listeners and the amazing people who support the show. So thank you for that. And I am feeling so much gratitude today. 
Um, well, actually, a couple days ago, the news came across my timeline that someone that we were great friends with on the Twitter sphere, on the in the Twitter universe, the lax Twitter universe, um, passed away. Um, most people know her by her Twitter handle, which is Bossy Britches, and um, uh, she passed away, and that's really sad and upsetting because, well, she was one of the biggest supporters of everything I've ever done. She's always commented, always engaged with the things that I'm putting out on Twitter and all the content that I do. Um, so my condolences are obviously with her family and everyone who around her, and um, I, I send my best. But it, it really made me put a lot of things into perspective and send a lot of messages and a lot of calls out this week just to remind the people in my life that I love that they really do play a big impact in how much I care about them. And uh, I think oftentimes we get caught up in the hustle and bustle of the world, especially in the middle of a global pandemic. And um, it was it was really heavy to see that because um, you just never know. You, you never know. And it's, it's really it's really upsetting. But um, on that topic, I, I've been I've been doing a lot of self-reflection. And one of the things that makes me the most happiest in this world, most happiest, that's kind of a uh, onomatopoeia or something like that. And that <laughs> onomatopoeia is not the term for that. But I, I've been thinking about love a lot. Right. Love is this thing. It, it has no definition. There's no def definite way of loving or showing love or giving love. But but there's many things that you can do in your life to show that. And um, one of them is obviously caring and being there for loved ones and people that play a huge impact in your life. Part of that is sometimes romantic, being in a relationship and sharing that with someone else. Um, Alexis and I, we uh, just did this really cool thing where we like just stared at each other for 10 minutes and didn't talk. And it was actually really amazing. It helps reset the neurological um, paths, I guess, of your mind. And, and it was really amazing. And uh, I've been feeling extra sentimental for some reason this week. Maybe it's uh, the passing. I've, I've seen a lot of people pass away this this week on my timeline, not just um, in the lacrosse universe, but a lot of people lose relatives and things along those lines. So it's been a heavy week and I've been incredibly um, self-reflective. And I, I just I think that love is one of those things. It'll never be defeated. It'll always win. And as long as you're always showing it to other people, it's going to be, you know, it's going to just make your life so much better. The other day, Diggs retweeted me and he said, man, this guy Hermes always chilling. And I, I, I responded by saying it's a stress-free lifestyle. And I think I, it's definitely not completely stress-free. I, I have days where I'm stressed. But I think that a large part of that is having the ability to kind of love and give love and share love and receive love each and every day into my life. Because Without it, you you live a grumpy, sad, sad life that, you know, isn't completely fulfilled. So I think that if we all take a second these next few days to really give, accept and receive love, uh, it could it could push your day a little bit better in the uh, most positive direction. I, um, I I just think that it's one of those things that's so, so damn important to living that it's important that we sometimes take a second to really reflect and bring it back into retrospect. Cause I think that, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that we, we just let slip by sometimes and we don't really, we don't really reflect on it. So, uh, to all of you guys, um, in a non-romantic way, I love you all. I hope that you all are having an amazing day. I hope that you're all living amazing life. I hope that health and happiness all come your way really soon. And I'm going to leave you guys on that note. I I'm feeling incredibly uh, loved right now. 
a lot of people in my life have been complimenting me and giving me sharing a lot of really, really great things with me. And I, I really, really appreciate it. And I've said really, really now, like four times in the last sentence. So I think that means it's time to log off of this thing. But thank you so much for listening. Once again, if you are interested in coming on anybody and everybody, check out the SurveyMonkey link in the show notes on my Twitter or just shoot me a DM. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to get you on the show. And we have some really, really amazing interviews. And I said, really, really again, guys, we have some amazing interviews lined up here. I've already got a few in the bank that you guys are going to be really, really excited for. Oh, my gosh, that's the fourth really, really in two minutes. And it's it's going to be something special. So without further ado, I'm going to log off. I'm going to hit the hay. It's kind of late here in New Jersey. But thank you so much for listening. Share some love, accept some love, and have a beautiful day. That's all I have. Stay grooving, and I'll talk to you guys next Tuesday.